The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Welcome. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show, and I'm your host, Vincent Jenna. And um, thank you for joining me today out in listening land, wherever you are. This is uh, an exciting opportunity for me because I'm going to be bringing you some new things over the next couple of weeks, including some guests. So I'm excited about that as well. And we'll talk about that. Um, Today's show is going to be about are you healthy? And I'll tell you why you're um, why are you unhealthy? That's the show. I'm not healthy right now. Yes, I actually am. I'm doing great. Um, my not hearing anything that's going on right now, but that's okay um, because I don't need to hear. I have internal hearing. Always this electronic stuff that goes on. So today's show is about are you unhealthy? Do you have any illness you're dealing with? And I'm going to work with you on that today. And you can call in at 816-251-3555. And I am not a doctor, but I am a medical intuitive as well. We can talk about any health issues that you have. But on today's show is more about why are you ill Um, when we have such perfect bodies and systems that are supposed to interact balanced and in harmony with each other. And yet we have illness. We're going to talk about that for sure. But I do want to mention that next week, come by next week, because we're going to be talking about Master Miracle Manifesting. I'm actually going to do a four-week class here on the radio show for free for everybody who listens in. You are going to be able to create a miracle for yourself within a four-week period. That is my proclamation and claim out to all of you if you come and participate. Next week, we're going to give more details about that. So please join in, uh, pass it around, tell all of your friends about it, because it's going to be a very special class. Uh, This is a program that I offer uh, for a fee, but meanwhile, we're going to do it for free here on Unity Radio on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And before I go on about health, uh, I did want to also say a shout out to uh, Sunny Dawn Johnson out there. Congratulations for becoming another host on Unity Radio. We have such incredible hosts here, if you really think about it. I mean, you have to go to some major event and pay a lot of money to get some of the the. Uh, enlightenment, empowerment, enrichment, inspiration, motivation, um, insight, messages uh, from some of the greatest luminaries, and they're all here right on Unity Radio, and I'm so excited to be a part of that. 
And great things are also happening and events coming up from myself. I'll be sharing those with you. I'm going to be down in Florida coming up in a couple of weeks uh, at Temple Hayes First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg. Oh, my gosh, I'm so thrilled about that. We're going to be doing two workshops there, two fabulous workshops. The first one is going to be Awakening the Psychic and Medium Within. And then the next day, I'm doing a workshop on communicating with animals. Yes, everybody can learn to communicate with animals. So if you're in the St. Petersburg area... Uh, please be thinking about that. Come down. Come down anyway just to say hello. I'll be doing two services with Temple on that Sunday. So this is going to be the weekend of the 4th. Um, actually, um, let's see. What are those exact dates that I am going to be down there? Um, wonderful, wonderful time period. It will be on, yes, yeah, Sunday uh, the the seventh nope uh, yeah April seventh and then um, April eighth is going to be a workshop as well and I'll be doing private reading so that's what's coming up so let's talk about the health your health so we are manifestors we we understand that um, we're the ones that create everything that appears in our external world, okay? And it's based on everything that's going on in our internal world, our beliefs. So that which we see in the physical realm of our lives, we've manifested. Edgar Casey said, spirit is life. Life is the mind is the builder. So the spirit starts, and that's your belief in your spirituality, who you are, what that means, all of those deep down core beliefs. That gives life to your mind and your thinking, and physical is the result. So spirit is life, mind is the builder, physical is the result. That is the simple phraseology term and theory that Edgar Casey gave out. And it's, it's a belief that we all have. Physical is the result. And in actuality, you can then use the physical to go backwards to figure out what it is you need to take care of. So whatever your physical result is in your world, you can take it to a mind thought, which you then can take to an internal belief. And that's what we're going to be talking about because it's that external physical world and health, your health, your body is part of that physical world. And since we are spiritual beings having a physical experience, what does that mean? Where energies, energies having a physical experience and energy manipulates matter. Energy manipulates matter. Your body is made of matter. Therefore, your energy actually manipulates your cells, your systems. All parts of your body has a total effect. What you think, what you feel is going to have an outcome and a result in your health. Now, the sad thing, I was a hospice social worker for six years, 
And during those six years, I saw the most incredibly horrible diseases and disorders that caused people to transition. Okay, so we we don't fear transitioning, going to the other side, uh, because we know life continues. It, it, it never ends. We just transform from a physical state to a total energy spiritual state. Fine, that's great. We understand that, and hopefully we all believe that. However, in the way we transition and the things that we go through prior to getting on the other side, that's the stuff we can really control and change. Not to mention, while we're here and not transitioning, we can control that as well. One of the greatest things that I learned, the greatest lesson by working with those who are transitioning and this is going to be hard. Today, I, I'm going to tell you right now before I, I give you what I learned. Today's talk is going to be a difficult one because it's hard to hear our responsibility and our part in our illness. Those are the things that are really difficult to take on when we talk about manifesting. I mean, certainly opportunities, we can accept that. Oh, a possibility of a better job, we can accept that. And even relationships, we can accept somewhat. But what we have a really hard time accepting is that our physicality, our illnesses, in other words, are manifested by us. That's the bottom line of what I'm really saying here, right? Those are the hardest things because everybody seems to believe in their conscious state of mind and consciousness that they don't want that illness. So why would I then and how would I manifest something I don't want for myself? We're going to talk about that this hour as well. So here is the greatest thing I learned by working with those that were transitioning. You will die the way you live. That's the bottom line, people. You will die the way you live. So what do I mean by that? Because there's such horrible deaths. Does that mean that you're a horrible person? No, absolutely not. However, and it also goes along with the adage of uh, bad things happen to good people. Everybody is good to a certain extent, and, and everybody is a divine being, right? Everybody is a child of God. So therefore, nobody deserves to die bad. Not really, not really, even the criminals, they don't deserve to die bad. They don't really mean to do what they're doing. And nobody should be punished for his or her acts. I mean, here we are where, where a unity uh, theology, shall we say, or belief or spiritual belief system here, which is completely different, new thought. And we don't believe in punishment. We don't believe God punishes us. So... Therefore, why should we die the way we die? Well, good people can have negative self-beliefs too, you know. They may be acting good in the world. I have several friends. I want you to think about this for a moment. I want you to think of people you know, if not yourself, maybe yourself. I want you to think of the people that you know in your life right now who are ill. And I want you to think of their acts and the way they present themselves in the outer world. 
They can be wonderful people, very generous, very caring, very loving, very compassionate. They're there when you need them, right? We know these people. I know, I know several of these people. They're kind. They're, they're, they're stable. They, they are responsible. They can hold down jobs. They can maintain relationships. However, when you go deeper into their lives or you're behind closed doors with them, all of a sudden you hear a different side of them. You hear their insecurities about whether people really do like them or not. You hear about their own self-denigrations. You hear about their, their anguished pasts and the stress that they have in their lives. And you hear different negative things that you didn't see while they were in the outer world. We have a great ability of creating ourselves of masks, shall we say, facades, shall we say, or the person that we would like to present ourselves in the world to be, we have a great ability to be able to do that and yet hide all the internal pains so that nobody sees that. And all they see is what we choose to have them see. And so those internal pains are going to come out in some way. And that's part of what we're discussing today, the reasons why we get ill. And so, yes, then all of a sudden you see this wonderful, generous, dear, loving person suffering some horrible illness, be it cancer, uh, be it anything um, brain-wise, tumors, uh, lung disease, heart disease, um, Lyme disease, um, lupus, I can't even begin, Hachimoto's disease, th other thyroid issues. I can go through the list of what people are suffering in the world today. Diseases and disorders that didn't even exist before or old ones that existed that have been put to rest and healed coming back again. Why is all of that happening? I mean, have pathogens actually been able to, to uh, mutate and cause new diseases? Yes, that, that is only a small part of what's happening, actually. It's a small part of what's happening. But the greater part of what's happening is the increase in the stress in the world. That is a far greater determining factor as to what's going to cause illness. As a matter of fact, biofeedback and stress and reducing stress is in almost every visit at your doctor's office when they're taking your blood pressure. They'll ask you, and how is your stress level? Because they know that no matter what your illness is, your stress level has contributed to that. We have psychosomatic disorders. Now, psychosomatic disorders that are listed in the psychology manuals and, and the doctor's manuals have nothing to do with um, fake or fictitious illnesses, even though there are, by the way, there has been a new disorder added 
to the uh, diagnostic manual, the psychiatry diagnostic manual of parasitic disorder, where people actually believe and feel that they have parasites inside their bodies eating at them. Well, when you do a zillion and one tests and you come up with absolutely nothing to show that, then yes, you're going to wind up getting a disorder like that because nobody can find any parasites in your blood, in your body, in any organ, but yet a person can feel this. So they believe that that is also stress and a psychosomatic disorder um, and psychosomatic disorder as air to as as things as um, hypertension and high cholesterol and um, even some lung disorders, major cardiac disorder is um, considered a psychosomatic. The stress level of your life can actually cause physical problems. So they know this. They know this. But we is going one step deeper in the spiritual world, know that we actually manifest these things. At least we should be knowing them. Why do we manifest them? Well, on the other side of the hour, I would love people to call in. Anybody out there who has an illness, let's call in and I will backtrack it for you and let you know emotionally what you need to take care of in order to take care of your illness, okay? Because we can do all these wonderful treatments that the doctors put before us. We can even go to alternative medicine doctors and holistic doctors that give us all different treatments, whether it be acupuncture or whether it be um, homeopathic remedies or aromatherapy or massage therapy or crystal bed therapy or light therapy, laser therapy. There are so many therapies out there in the world that have been created. And yet, even though people are going through those behaviors and treatments, they are still experiencing different health issues because they have not resolved the primary cause of the issue. Spirit is life, mind is the builder, physical is the result. So therefore, we have to go all the way back, not just in your thinking, not just in your mind, not just in relaxing stress, but going all the way down into your belief systems to see the cause of the stress to start with. So there are four reasons that I want to give you. I want to give you four different reasons why we become ill, okay? At least these are the four reasons that I've narrowed things down to. Certainly there can be more, but what you will not find in my four reasons are biological reasons for getting ill. Because again, energy manipulates matter. Energy is controlling the biology of our bodies. So it doesn't it doesn't lend itself to know what biological process is happening that's causing your disease or disorder. Let the doctors figure that out. Uh, the internet is an absolutely fabulous resource. The internet is an absolutely destructive resource. Okay, how can those two live together and, and coexist in the world? 
because there is nothing more dangerous than a lay person doing medical research to try to figure out making choices or how to treat themselves because they have not had the full training. And there's nothing worse than that. All I keep hearing of people coming up with different self-diagnoses and ways of curing themselves because it was on the internet. They read an article on the internet. People, not everything you read on the internet is legitimate, okay? Not even if it sounds like if it's it's from a legitimate source. Yes, there's wonderful things on the on the internet. Don't get don't get me wrong in that. Unity radio show is on the internet. There can be it's fabulous, okay? So that we can provide this information all over the world, right? But you still need somebody who's professional when it comes to the body. So even anything that I tell you today will never be don't see a doctor and um there isn't i want to get this in real quick before i forget it there is a fabulous netflix documentary that several of today's luminaries are on um we we have uh michael beckwith is is on the show bruce lipton greg brayton um uh dr darrell weisman and it's called heal H-E-A-L, Heal, on Netflix. If you have a friend or somebody, family member who has Netflix, you want to see this documentary because it's spectacular. And even Bruce Lipton himself says, yes, of course, there are times to go to doctors. Don't get the wrong idea that you shouldn't be listening to a doctor. You need to go. You need to take care of things, right? But also, don't let go of your power and control over your own body. Uh, There's been so many uh, people who have healed themselves Louise Hay is a famous one for that. She created Hay House after writing her book, You Can Heal Your Life, which which is one of the largest self-help and spiritual book publishing companies in the world based on her um, attitudes of affirmations and self-belief and how you can take control of your life. So here are the four reasons before we go to break, okay? Number one reason, you've packed away negative self-beliefs that you are unaware of. You have packed away negative self-beliefs that you are unaware of that eventually will cause an implosion and turn into some illness. Now, I'm not talking about just your feeling ones. We have a lot of sadness, depression, disappointment, frustration, anger, whatever it is that we allow ourselves to feel. Feeling it heals it. Okay. When you have a physical pain, you take an analgesic like a Tylenol, a painkiller, and it makes the physical pain go away. When you have an emotional pain, you want to allow yourselves to feel it, to let it go away. All right. Then it heals. So, All of those emotions you feel, those are not the ones that cause your illness. It's the ones you don't know that you have, that your adult-made mind created defense mechanisms to shield and hide those feelings. Some of those feelings result from your past experiences, your youth growing up. You don't love yourself. You don't think you're good enough. You don't think you're worthy. You keep having feelings like that and packing them away, repressing them or suppressing them so that you don't deal with them. They're going to do something 
something, their energy. Emotions charge energy. Energy cannot dissipate. It cannot be destroyed. Even though it can't be created, you can actually gain it from someplace. You can capture it from someplace, from the universal forces, from the God source that you're connected to. You can charge it, but you can never destroy it. And then it hovers. Okay, wherever you wind up bringing it to, to our bodies, shall we say, in this case, it's going to hover there. And not only does it hover there, then accumulative, it hovers in the world and around the world with each other's negative energy or positive energies. And so here you have this negative energy you're packing away, and then you wonder why you become um, chronically ill or, or have, whether it be um, intestinal issues or high blood pressure or uh, constant headaches or vision issues, hearing issues. Gosh, we, we can go through an entire list, right? So that is the number one reason, packed away, unresolved, unhealed emotions. I mean, obviously, we're going to be talking about how to now heal all of this stuff. We'll do that on the other side of the hour. But right now, that is one reason why we become ill. Another reason we become ill an unconscious, now I'm going to stress this word unconscious, because everybody seems to think that when I point out the reasons why we become ill, that it's this conscious choice. No, the majority of times it is not a conscious choice, it's an unconscious choice. Remember I told you 95 to 98% of the human mind is in unconscious awareness, and then all the stuff that's going on in there, well, this is some of the stuff that's going on in there unconsciously illness becomes a great excuse yes it does do you know how many people are on disability and cannot work i'll tell you how many as many as there are who are unhappy with the work they've ever done never motivated never fulfilled um, never knew the kind of work that they should do. Those are the people that are either on physical or emotional disability. You will rarely, unless it's another reason that I'm going to give you, find somebody who is completely rewarded and fulfilled having a disability from their job. Not unless there was something major that was supposed to change in their lives. If we are manifestors, what do you think can happen? If you know you have a responsibility and you got to bring in money and you have to get that paycheck so that you can pay the bills, um, try to support your family, but you hate your job. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. When listeners like you contribute to Unity Online Radio... You're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. Go to UnityOnlineRadio.org and click on Donate to make a one-time donation. Or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. 
Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Blair Tabor from Unity San Diego, taken from a talk called Sacred Service, The Ultimate Spiritual Growth. Who we are and who we perceive ourselves to be as human beings is just such a small part of who we are as spiritual beings. Remember the phrase that I like, you know, Emily Cady says, God did not make you be spiritual pygmies, but spiritual giants. You know, and do we live as if we're spiritual giants? No, we don't. We live, we live as if we're you know, weak human beings. You know, we're spiritual giants. We need to live that way in our lives. So we have to let go of the ego. It's a challenge because we spent so much energy and focus on, on our ego on dressing a certain way and talking a certain way and looking a certain way and, and lining ourselves in certain ways to, to uphold that ego identity. But as we're willing to let that go, let it be permeable to spirit, then what we find is we're connected to that infinite oneness that is God. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Join spiritual teacher and author Suzanne Giesman for a transformational retreat April 11th to the 14th at Unity Village in Kansas City. The whole purpose of this retreat, three nights, four days of celebrating together, a group of kindred spirits gathered on these holy grounds to celebrate who we are, to realize, to feel it, to experience that we are sacred. For more information on the Holy You Retreat, visit unity.org and click events. Follow Unity Online Radio on Facebook and Twitter and stay up to date with all your favorite shows. Become a fan by clicking the like button. You can join in with a Facebook Live event or just like and share our post. Be the first to find out about any big special guests that might be appearing on the air or any events at Unity Village. We want to hear from you. Make sure you leave any questions or comments about Unity programming. Thanks for listening. Enroll in the Mystery School with Maggie Whitehouse every Monday at 2 p.m. Central. Based in the U.K., Maggie is a maverick priest, comedian, and writer that'll introduce you to all things mystical. Join in the conversation with some fascinating guests and explore topics like Kabbalah, the divine feminine, shamanism, and a lot more. Explore some new ideas and provocative topics, all delivered with a sense of humor. Check out our online schedule or get the podcast on demand here on unityonlineradio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Yes, welcome back. We are talking about Are You Unhealthy? And I'm telling you why. And this is your host, Vincent Jenna, on this side of the Stop Stopping Yourself Unity Radio Hour. So I was just getting into the different reasons as to why we become ill. And the second reason I was discussing is it's because unconsciously you wind up creating a great excuse for yourself. So To recap that, if you are in a job that you are unhappy with, yet you need to bring in money, it is amazing how many I see wind up getting on disability. And it's of any age, any age. Um, Another part of that excuse, which is actually the third reason 
why we become ill is because you don't know your passion or your dream. So that actually goes hand in hand with the job part. But I separated it into two different reasons because people can be at work and want to be working, want to be making an income, but hate the job. They don't feel rewarded. They tell themselves that all the time, or if they're not telling themselves that, they they feel unrewarded. So that goes hand in hand with the idea that you don't even know what your passion and purpose is, or you're just taking a job just for the paycheck and just to survive. Well, we are coming into a different consciousness in life, quite honestly. And our souls and the universe don't like when we're not fulfilling ourselves because we can't heal, we can't evolve, we can't become the better person that we're meant to be if we're dissatisfied with what we're pursuing in the majority time of our lives. I mean, work takes up the majority times of our lives and you should be rewarded and fulfilled by your vocation and occupation. And again, it also gives a fabulous excuse for not going after a dream in two ways here. And by the way, I said, if there's any callers who have any physical issues that they want to discuss, we can actually, you can do it anonymously, call 816-251-3555, and we can talk and take it back to an emotional healing that you need to do in order to help yourself physically. I can help you with that. So please call in if you want to share that. You're going to help so many other people. But let's talk about that dissatisfaction in vocation, that unknown dream. Everyone comes in with a dream. It's how we experience ourselves here. We come in with a dream and purpose. So we're here to experience who we are. And one of the best ways of experience ourselves, experiencing ourselves is not only in our relationships, but in the jobs we do and in the dreams that we pursue. Okay. So there's two reasons why people won't know their dream. One they're afraid they won't achieve it. That's, that's number one. They don't have the means to achieve it. They don't think that they can achieve it. So they will consciously repress it or unconsciously repress and suppress it. So that way they don't know it. Because when you leave at the end and you're getting ready to leave and, and, your friends or some other, a loved one is sitting there with you at your bedside and saying, so did you do everything you wanted to do in your life? And you go, well, I tried. I did the best I could. I, I, I you know, I survived, you know, but um, no, I, you know, I never went after a dream because I didn't know what my dream was. You know, that sounds so much better then if you're being asked at the end, hey, did you do what you wanted to? How was your life? Well, you know what? I was surviving in my life, and but I never went after my dream. Oh, I knew what it was, but I never went after it because I was too scared. Well, the first part sounds better than the second scenario, which is the reason why we will suppress our dreams is because we'd rather say we didn't even know what it was Rather than, oh, I knew what it was, but I was too scared to go after it. Now, throw an illness. Oh, doesn't that make a fabulous excuse now? Ugh, I knew what my dream was. I really wanted to go after it. 
But man, I was so sick. I had all these disabilities. I had all these illnesses. I had chronic this and chronic that. So I could never go after my dream. That still sounds better than, oh, I could never go after my dream because I was scared to heck. So it becomes an excuse. And again, like I said, there is an unconscious mind that we have that controls all of this, that goes through that part. And I call it the adult-made mind and the environmental-made mind. If you want to hear more about that, you can go to my website, to the online store, and download God, It's Not Working, or buy my future book, The Key to Finally Stop Saying God, It's Not Working, which is going to be coming out sometime in the near future. But... That is the second and third reason why we become ill. The first reason, we packed away emotions that we have unresolved and they become implosive and turns into a disease, okay? The second and the third reason, it's a great excuse. If we have an illness, it can take us out of a job that we hate or an unfulfilled and unrewarding job or it keeps us from pursuing a dream because we're afraid to pursue it. So it's a great excuse. The fourth reason, and I see we have a caller, and caller, you hang in there because I'm going to come right to you as soon as I give the fourth excuse or reason why we get ill. Now, this is a sad one, but it is vitally true. And with all of these reasons, I want you to try to Think of examples in your life where you've seen this, either through friends or family or people you know, co-workers, right? And here is the fourth reason why we become ill. When is the greatest amount of love we have received when we were children or the greatest amount of compassion or the greatest amount of tenderness? When did that occur the most? when we were ill. Even when we had abusive parents, which I had, the only time that they stopped abusing me was when I was ill. And I had several major illnesses because of that. And so we think that we stop that behavior when we're children, but in actuality, we carry it all the way through to our adulthoods. I can share this. Um, I, I was close to somebody, very close to somebody in my family who went through hard times and, and had to raise her children on her own. And in the process of raising her children, she started to become ill. It certainly was a way that she was able to have the children tend to her and give her attention She was actually fearful of her children going off with her ex-spouse. She was divorced. And as the children became older and became more involved in their lives, she became more ill. She was developing new symptoms all the time. Eventually, the children became so 
um, frustrated and annoyed by her illnesses that they realize that, oh my God, this is a mom just, she's getting all of these problems so that we help her and I'm sick and tired of it. And they would just go off and ignore it. And she got no attention. And she even turned around one day and said, you'll be sorry because one day you're going to see, I'm going to have an illness and something's going to be wrong with me. And you'll be sorry that you're not there to help me. Sure enough, she created a cancer for herself that she died of. And it, it totally led to the understanding, as well as all the other research that I have done, is I don't think she intentionally wanted to die, but she was in such desperate need for attention and love. And she was so insecure over the fact that her children would leave her and go off with their father that unconsciously there she was and she became what we commonly known as a hypochondriac. But a hypo, even her doctors, the reason why she was able to, she went, the doctors assumed she went 10 years having this major renal cancer. And the reason why she went that long is because after a while, the doctors didn't even believe her. She was going to the doctor all the time. Motrin was like M&M candy for her on a daily basis. It was a very sad thing to watch, but it was so obvious to see what was happening. So again, now most people out there that are doing it for attention purposes, again, don't know it. Please don't send me emails and everything saying, I don't know that I'm doing that. I I don't want to be sick. I know you don't want to consciously be sick, but your unconscious mind doesn't know that. There's a lot of things you don't know that's going on in your unconscious mind. That's why I'm trying to bring this up to your attention, because then all of this you can heal. And when you're watching a, a doctor documentaries such as Heal, as I recommended for everybody and anybody who joined us just on this side of the hour, there is a great documentary called Heal on Netflix. You want to watch that. Um, they don't in it turn around and tell everybody, well, you're screwing up your life. But what they're trying to say is what you believe in and what you buy and what you fill yourself with is exactly what you're going to create in your body. So if you're unhappy, if you're dissatisfied with your life, if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't love yourself, of course, the results in your life can be traumatic and critical and life-threatening even. We will even allow ourselves to die because we're unhappy. Failure to thrive is an actual disorder. So I'd like to go to our caller right now. Thank you so much for hanging on. And uh, we've got Barbara... Uh, Barbara, you're on the line. How are you today? Hi, Vinny. Pretty good. Hey, I'm so glad to hear that. So what is your question for me, Barbara? Okay, this is all making sense. And what I want to know is how do I heal this? I have diabetes and I've had it for 30 years. Uh, right after, about a year after my best friend died. Oh, that makes so much sense. Um, that was actually the straw that broke the camel's back, Barbara. And this is for all the listeners. So thank you for calling in because diabetes is so prevalent, it's ridiculous. It makes everybody feel that we can't even eat sweets anymore because we're all going to become diabetic. Not true. I eat tons of sweets. As a matter of fact, 
Um, I've been to a neuroemotional technique doctor who muscle tested me and muscle test me that sugar was actually good for me, okay for my body. It liked it. So sugar and insulin, that is not the problem. But what is the blood? I said we can actually work backwards. Yes, blood flows through your heart and your heart is your fourth spiritual center. And blood is the life force of the physical body. Love is the life force of the spiritual body. A matter of fact, without love, we wouldn't exist at all, neither physically nor spiritually. There would be no soul. So love is such an essential need to our existence that experiencing it here on earth is an actual need for a physical existence, for our bodies. And there's so little of it being experienced, Barbara. You need to experience love. But where it has to start is with you. It has to be love of yourself and healing. Now think about this You had a dear friend who died, so that was more loss in your life. It wasn't the first loss. I'm going to make a statement um, that may be difficult for most people to understand, but most adults have not caused new problems to themselves. I'll say this again. Most adults have not caused new problems to themselves. They've actually just compounded the issues and the problems that were already there from their youths. They compounded it. So way back when, when you were younger, is where the lack of self-love started. By the time it came to your friend, it was such a frustration. It was such... You were so fragile without maybe consciously knowing it that as soon as you lost that friend, that was it. That the straw that broke the camel's back and physically you imploded and it came out in the form of diabetes. Now, self-love and working on yourself and finding every single reason to love yourself. I'm actually going to dedicate an entire show. I can probably dedicate an entire year to how to love ourselves, because I don't think most people know how to love themselves either. It's not just a matter of going and getting your nails done, Barbara, or getting a, a pedicure or getting a massage and treating yourself great. No, that, that, that's just normal everyday types of things that we can get involved in. But true deep self-love is how much do you appreciate yourself? How much do you know of your worth and value without accomplishing anything, if you took away your job, if you took away those daily tasks that you do, could you sit there by yourself all alone with no one around you and still feel value? You know, does a tree need to have somebody sitting underneath it in order to have value? Does a dog, does a cat have to have an owner in order for it to feel a value in this life. No, it's just the fact that it exists is what brings it value. And for us, because we exist in the divine, in the God source, we have tremendous value. We are expressions of this God force. 
So we are gods in ourselves, and we're not enjoying that, and we're not appreciating that, and so we have love issues. So yes, of course you have diabetes, Barbara. Without even going into your entire past, I know it was a past of lack of love. And it's still a presence of lack of love. As soon as you feel love in your life, and love of yourself, and love of all that you are right now, you'll be able to heal that. There was a television show on. I loved some of these reality shows because, not because of of, uh, the value of them as far as entertainment and that they're real and you're going to really learn something from it, but but I watched them for other reasons. Um, The Biggest Loser was a show I absolutely loved. And yes, scientifically, so many of those very overweight and obese people came on, and many of them, if not all of them, had some form of diabetes or some illness. And as they were exercising and losing the weight, all of a sudden they were losing those illnesses. Now, everything was being accredited to the fact that they were exercising and losing weight. I'm sorry, that's not the reason why their illnesses were going away. Because I know plenty of skinny people with diabetes and with other illnesses that they were experiencing heavy The reason why their illnesses were going away is because they were doing something so incredibly difficult for themselves because for the first time in their lives, they believed in themselves. They loved themselves. So when you take the steps to love yourself, your illnesses will become healed. And that goes for you, Barbara, when you take the real steps, and I'm talking all the steps. If you know you're not eating right, eat right. If you know you're not resting or exercising right, exercise right. It's actually not just the exercise alone. It's the caring that you have a physical body and the caring of yourself that makes the greatest difference. Those are the things you need to do for yourself, and you will turn that around. Just finding love, that's not going to do it. You have to have it for yourself, and then guess what happens? Then all of a sudden, as you treat yourself like a princess, Barbara, your knight in shining armor drives up, and you don't even expect it. You don't have to do anything to make love come back to you other than feeling it for yourself, then you'll automatically even put it out into the world. And I have a very funny feeling, Barbara, you put more out to the world than you give to yourself anyway. So, oh, true. Oh, thank you for validating that for me. I appreciate that. Um, But things are going to totally turn around for you the more you realize how special you are, the more you find reason. Because even being on this call and making this phone call, Barbara, is a step of saying, I love me and I want to find out more. I care. I want to find out more. Any class that you take, it's because I want to grow. I care. You don't have to take a million and one classes to care enough. You just have to take some steps to always want to grow. 
And those are signs of caring for yourself. I used to be a smoker. Both my wife and I were smokers and we were bad smokers. I smoked for 33 years of my life. And I finally came out with this statement that made me throw the pack of cigarettes away just on my birthday, on my 50th birthday. I said, I love myself so much. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to experience my greatest existence here on earth because I deserve it. And because I deserve it part is so important because most of us don't feel we deserve to have a fabulous life. But you know what? I deserve to be able to have the greatest experience, to be able to go on in my life. And if I'm smoking, I'm saying I really don't care because there's plenty of information about how smoking can hurt all different aspects of who you are in your body, okay? Not to mention how bad it makes you smell and and the way the rest of the world hates you for it. (laughs) But... To turn around and be able to say, I'm going to do it because I love myself. That's what gave me the strength to throw that pack of cigarettes away and never turn to them again. I never had a desire to take another um, sneak drag of a cigarette, nor has my wife, because we just keep saying we love ourselves. And every time that something, I may go off path here, and and yes, I'll share to the world that I had a heart attack, okay? Why did I have a heart attack? Because I thought I was paying enough attention to myself, but I wasn't. There was a time that a couple of years ago that there were some things going on in my life, and all of a sudden I became very fearful, but I wasn't acknowledging little Vinny and that fear. I repressed it. That was number one. I repressed the fear. And then number two, I wasn't thinking that I had to do what everybody else does. Look, we have a physical body. There's some things we need to do for ourselves. We need to eat right. We can't keep eating fats and thinking that our arteries aren't going to get clogged. And yes, God inspired doctors and blood tests and medications too. And sometimes we don't have to buy into everything that they say. And yes, we have the capacity to heal everything. But until you get that capacity to heal everything, you still need to take some steps for yourself. Do you go out and at least fill up your your tires with air when it needs it do you get the oil changes well why do you do that maybe if you believed enough you wouldn't have to bring your car in to get serviced either that would be a ridiculous idea so you bring your body in just to get a regular checkup and service on it to know that you're doing well and to know what you need to adjust and when your body weight is going above what it should be or under what it should be, doing the proper things to get it to where it should be is an act of self-love. So nobody can complain to me about their illnesses unless they're doing every single possible thing for themselves that's loving. So let me ask you, Barbara, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Are you doing everything loving for yourself at this moment in your life? No, but I want to tell you that something that you said resonates with me that I've, I've never understood when, you know, this self-care and self-love and I never quite got that. I thought doing my nails and doing things for myself or, you know, even selfishly, but what you said about having value just being and just existing and having value. 
that really resonates with me, and I I feel like I get it, <laughs> and I didn't get it before. I just good didn't for get you. It. Well, thank you for sharing that. Well, now that you get it, then you know you've got the healing process almost totally resolved. Now just go all the way with it and apply that. We we are magnificent beings. We really are. There is so much about us that's incredible. The ability to sit down and enjoy, the ability to be able to laugh, the ability to be able to read a book and reason about it and absorb information from it, the ability to share that and communicate with other people. There are all our talents and what we can do. We're just incredible beings. There isn't another species out on the face of the earth that does anything like that. And so we have every reason to love that. If we saw ourselves just out there, and actually we do, it's why we believe in heroines and heroes and we admire the stars because we look at these beautiful people and all the things that they're doing and our ability to appreciate appreciates them. Just like we appreciate beautiful animals and birds and butterflies and and plants and flowers, right? We can appreciate people. But what we don't ever do is appreciate ourselves. Barbara, I want to thank you very much for calling. And I have to to go on. I only have a couple of seconds to wrap this up. You're welcome. Please join me again next week when we're going to discuss the master miracle manifesting and how you can create anything you want in four weeks time. So join me next week on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And as usual, just remember, it's the beliefs you hold within yourself. Don't be afraid to unclog them, release and let go and fulfill your life and dreams. Have an incredible week and stay tuned for Dr. Dream and then after her is Temple Hayes and Diane Ray later on. People, you are on listening to Unity Radio, the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I'm your host, Vince and Jenna. Take care and God bless. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.